Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Home, it's where you've spent a lot of time in 2020. It's where the heart is, where your family's at, even where you keep your stuff. It's also a greater reflection of who you are and what you value. Shannon Atchison is a mostly self-taught designer, decorator, writer, and stylist. She did complete interior designing training. She'd much rather teach you, though, how to decorate your home than do it for you. Today on Connections, Shannon will help meet us where we are on our home decorating journey, help us to share the peace of Jesus with family members and guests as we welcome them into our home. Our guest today is Shannon Atchison. She's a mostly self-taught designer, decorator, writer, and stylist. She's going to help us to create the home we've always wanted. I'm actually kind of scared to talk to you this morning because my wife's going <laughs> to hear this and want to oh. redo our entire house, Shannon. <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> a lot of what I talk about is to be thankful for the space that you have. Um, oh, excellent. Like you can't change it yet. So. <laughs> so obviously we're talking about our home and making it a special place to live in. We want to know more about you. What led you down this road and... Okay, there's a lot of questions in this, but how this eventually connects itself back to faith. You are not uh, professionally trained. You just got into interior decorating. Tell us about that. Um, I kind of always loved decorating. My mom and I would, um, I I remember helping my mom rearrange furniture and um, put up wallpaper, you know, back when, you know, ducks were like the thing um, in the 80s and and peach and and that blue color. And, um, And I kind of always loved it. We'd go visit model homes. And it was just something I always loved. I didn't know if I could actually turn it into anything. Um, I think I sort of thought about being an architect and stuff like that and a teacher and all kinds of other things and actually ended up in something entirely unrelated in graphic design um, because I had a guidance counselor tell me there were no jobs in interior design and architecture when, when I was, you know, at that college-ready age. And so it came back around to design for me. Uh, after my husband and I, you know, we had our we had our own homes. Well, we moved a lot, so I had a lot of practice in in a lot of our apartments and um, in our houses. And so it just came around to that. Eventually, I did take I took an online distance education, sort of, um, just to fill in any gaps. If I was going to talk to people about design, eventually, I kind of wanted to make sure I had the gaps filled in. But mostly, um, I just found that that was. Honestly, for me, a lot of boring art history that I just didn't, um, <laughs> I didn't speak to like everyday person and decorating their homes. And so really how we got into the blogging side of it and teaching people about it was we had this really run down tiny little old house um, that was amazing for Dean and I learning how to work together and how to, you know, DIY and do all those things. But it was very small and it was very run down. And I just wanted, to, we did a huge, huge renovation on it. And I just wanted to sort of share that with our family and friends. And then I saw some other people doing it, you know, the blogging thing as a business. And I thought, well, let's try that. (laughs) And home has now been a place that we've been spending a lot of time in um, with COVID-19 and kind of being quarantined, depending on where you are. Um, We're looking around everywhere going, oh, Uh, (laughs) tell us where do we start and what are we looking at when it comes to the inside of our home? I think 
um, where you want to start and where I always tell everybody where to start is how do you want your home to feel? Obviously, if you're having those, those thoughts when you're looking around, it's not feeling the way that you want it to. It's not, you know, if you want a welcoming and cozy home or if you want a wide open and minimalistic home, you need to think about how you want your home to feel for yourself and for your family and what would best suit them. You really. need, so help me, Shannon. I want yeah. wide open and minimalistic. We have uh, two kids, age three and <laughs> one and a half. How do I achieve that? <laughs> <laughs> um, three and one and a half tends to come with a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I well remember. And when my kids were little, it was all only primary colored stuff. You couldn't even get anything else. <laughs> um, so I think what you just you need to look at what you actually really, really need and what is sort of just filler that everybody else tells you or, mm. you know, commercialism makes you think you need. And that'll still probably be a good amount of stuff, but if you have a place for everything after you've narrowed down the stuff you need, it should be fairly easy to pick up kind of at the end of the day so that you can have that breathing space once the kids are in bed or however that works at your house. And that's what we've done, actually, is we've got a room in the basement that the kids aren't allowed in. And that's just for mom and dad to sit and breathe and relax. It's kind of funny, too, since the start of the pandemic, Shannon, uh, my wife has rearranged our living room three different times. And she loves it each time. (laughs) Yes, that's a great way to get a fresh look when you're stuck inside the four walls for a long time, like we have been this year. For sure. Absolutely. Rearranging is great. And it's free. In our house, I also have two little ones. um, And I have done the declutter, but somehow it all creeps back into your home. Um, How do you manage to deal with that? (laughs) It's true. It does. It it does come back. And so there's a couple things you can do. You can, you know, put limits on what comes in. And when something new comes in, something old has to go out and be donated or, you know, if it's broken, gotten rid of. The other thing is is a lot of a clutter-free home is actually that most people don't talk about is the habits and routines that you have and the sort of daily pickup and the, just the, but not, I mean, it's a chore. It's something you have to do, but when you get it into a habit and a routine, it becomes much easier to just, it's part of the day, like brushing your teeth or brushing your hair and you just you put the things away and that's, that's a huge part of keeping things clutter-free is the, is the routines and the maintenance of it. Now you say a look into your home can be a look into your heart your relationships with family and friends, and then with uh, with God. But um, I don't know how much that reflects in my house and many households out there. <laughs> um, yeah, again, that goes back to the feeling that you want your home to have and the, the things that you choose for your home. Um, so, I mean, for us, that we have, you know, some of our art is scripture wall art. We have a giant scroll over our our. Um, living room couch right now that has the Bible verse from Numbers about may the Lord shine his face upon you and give you peace and grace. And so some of that is just expressing your faith in that way. Some of it is just a feeling of not being rushed um, within your home when people come over. It, It has a lot to just do with the intention that you set. And then people will feel that and inviting the Holy Spirit in and people will Christian or not, people will feel that. They may not know what it is, but, mm. but they'll feel it for sure. I find that really interesting. I think one of the things when I hear interior design, uh, I don't know, the right phrase maybe scares me um, or goes against some of my values. I'm thinking like, well, I'm, that means we're not happy with what we have and we just want to buy stuff to fill this hole in our lives, right? But what you're right. saying is quite different, actually. 
Well, and some people do it for that reason. There's, I do talk about in the book that some people do do that to impress other people or people they don't even know or to they buy things and shop just because they're bored or to fill a, thing, a need or whatever. But no, like home is meant to be the place where it's safe for you and your family, where you can talk and be real and um, just share. And so it should lend itself to that with, you know, in the furniture that you choose, in the the things that you need. And then, of course, some of the pretty things, if that's within your budget right now. But if it's not, then practicing being thankful for what you have is a huge, huge part of of being happy with your home and being content with it, even if you can't change anything right now beyond, you know, cleaning up the clutter a little bit. I guess if Jesus was a carpenter, you know, him and Joseph were probably making like tables for the home and things like that and furniture, <laughs> yeah, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> How can we use our homes to help spread the word and the gospel? Well, I think one of the big things as far as your home is concerned is to, Jesus says, to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, after, Of course, after you love God, to love your neighbor as yourself. And if you are... I know that sounds scary, and during COVID right now, obviously, you can't invite the whole neighborhood over. But I think if you, when it's time to show hospitality, if you're just kind and and loving to people, and if you, again, you know, tidy up, make your home not chaotic. And then one extra way to do that is there's a lot of people with a lot of food allergies and sensitivities. And even if people don't have that, they have a favorite food. So before you invite someone over, maybe ask them that and sort of, covertly surprise them with like their favorite cookies or their favorite tea or something like that and just practically love on them through your house and then over time if you've spent more time with people then of course you can talk about the gospel and share share the bible and the good news but i think it starts with being practical and and loving people where they're at one of the things i think that kept us back from hospitality and a lot of people uh before covid is we always think like our home isn't nice enough or it's not clean enough um yeah, how do we get over that? Um, that's looking at it. So there's there's two things. There's entertaining and there's hospitality. And entertaining is making it all about you and saying, here, look at my home. Look how beautiful it is. Look at how great this meal is that I prepared. Look at me. Look at me. And hospitality is, okay, this is what my life is at. Let me just love on you where I'm at. Here's my real life. You know, you know, we have little kids, so yeah, there's going to be toys around, and that's perfectly okay. Or, you know, it's been a busy week, so you get a heated up can of soup instead of a four-way <laughs> meal. Like, you just you love on them in your real life. That's hospitality. I really the like that. It's entertaining. Yeah, and in reality, I mean, that's how we're all, a lot of us living anyways when people aren't around, right? So of everybody course. would be totally understanding if they come over and there's some Legos on the floor and yep. and we're eating heated up leftovers together or something. Yeah, <laughs> and they might appreciate it just so that they don't feel like they have to be over the top the next mm. time they have someone over or feel bad for how their house is. Love it. And that's true because we will go to other people's places or like, don't mind the mess. But most <laughs> of the time they point out the mess. You wouldn't have noticed it because right. that's just how people live, especially mm-hmm. when you have little ones. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Uh, your book, it talks uh, about something that caught my eye as a former pastor of a church performing a house blessing. Talk about uh, that, why you feel it's important to do. Um. I think much like we, when we become Christians, the Holy Spirit it comes to us. I think you need to deliberately do the same thing in your home and just dedicate your home 
to God in every, the house blessing is sort of every nook and cranny starting from the basement up and just, you know, invite in the Holy Spirit and say that this is a place that is for God and his purposes and nothing else. And so a house blessing is really just clearing it out and and just dedicating it to God and what he wants to do in the home. It is something that I, I've seen and heard people say when they go into homes, right? Like just the moment they walk through, there is something different that they yes. felt, not that they saw, but that they felt in the home. Yep, yep. For sure. And lots of people have said that, you know, we started noticing it in our house. It's something that we've done. We really did deliberately when we moved to this house. I mean, before we even moved in, our, our friends came over um, and, and did it with us. And just based on different people's gifts and discernment and stuff. And so that was really, really helpful. And we know that people have said, your house is just so peaceful and calm. And yeah, I'm a decent decorator, but I can't account for <laughs> that extra sense of that's, that's not me. That's, that's God doing his thing in our house because we've dedicated to him and what he wants to do here. Uh, tell us a little bit about your book, Homemade Lovely. You talk about a bunch of the stuff we've already been discussing this morning, but tell us a little bit more about the book and why you decided to write it. I have always wanted to write a traditionally published book. I self-published a couple of books, which actually a couple of them got folded into this as far as the decorating and things go. But this one, it was sort of when I was talking originally with someone about it, it's sort of my whole, as she put it, my whole shtick as far as what I believe about home, but really what my home philosophy is, is that it's about, it is about the people who live here. Um, that's how you should decorate, how you want them to feel. As I already said, it's about dedicating your home to God. It's about making it beautiful, but also being thankful for where it's at um, when you can't do all the things that you want to do. So being just being really grateful. And then of course the hospitality piece. So it kind of, it has all the things. It's got all the things that I firmly believe about home, that home is the most important place on earth. And um, that's sort of the, the top-down overview of how to do that in your home and how to make it feel that way. I really appreciate, really appreciate that piece on thankfulness just says like <sighs> contentment to me, right? Be content mm-hmm. with what you have. It, it's mm-hmm. fine to dream and to change things, right? But mm-hmm. it's not going to help us if we're not already content with what we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what you focus on in your in your mind, at least, tends to grow in your mind. <laughs> so if you're focusing on all the things that you don't like, then that's going to grow in your mind and you're going to be less and less content. But if you focus on the things that you do like and or that are helpful or useful, then that's what's going to grow in your mind and you'll, and you'll focus on those things. Sounds like, you know what, I might read this book with my wife. I think it could be actually a really neat thing to do together. I think it would. That sounds awesome. <laughs> For those who want to learn more about you, want to learn more about your book, how do they go about doing that? The easiest way to do that is to go to homemadelovely.com and you can find links to the book there. You can find more about what we do and more projects and recipes and all those things at homemadelovely.com. Thanks so much, Shannon. This is great. Thank you. And I'm not so scared anymore. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I'm so glad. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. And don't forget, you can get the podcast at podcastville.ca or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating to help other people find us.